welcome to Good Grief Coaching, the podcast where we talk about how to move forward and process the pain of losing a loved one. I'm your host, Francie Perkins. Let's start the conversation. And welcome to episode number 18, How to Believe. If you haven't listened to the last episode yet, it was called How to Unbelieve, then you really should take a listen to that before you dive into this episode, because this episode builds on the last episode. So last time I taught you how to untangle beliefs that are keeping you stuck in your grief, how to unbelieve. And today, we're going to dive deeper into how to believe new things, things like you can handle this grief, you can do hard things, or you can find peace after this loss. So today, we're going to talk about how to start believing things to help you move forward in your grief. Now, most of my clients tell me that they want to be the best versions of themselves, but they just don't know how. They tell me they want to be at peace with this loss, but they just can't do it. They tell me they want to handle this, but they're really struggling. So I want to go back to the basics of how we create results. So basically, every result that has ever been created, achieved, or anything that's ever been done started with a thought. Someone had an idea or a thought about something, and that started the chain reaction of think, feel, do equals results. So the thought created an emotion or a feeling, and that emotion is the driving force for the action or inaction, and those actions or inactions led to specific results. On the last episode, I talked about the thought, I can't handle this grief, and I talked a lot about what result was created from thinking that thought. And today, we're going to focus on creating new thoughts and beliefs to get different results. It's really interesting because one definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And most of us are unaware of this. But because our thinking drives our feelings and our feelings drive our actions, we are getting the same results because of what we're doing, which is directly related to what we're thinking. And our brain really likes this because it requires very little effort and our brain likes to be efficient. The primitive part of our brains likes to save energy and it's just happy staying right where we are. But in times of grief, we need to overcome our primitive wiring in order to take control of our life and move into our intended or towards our intended direction. We need to decide what we want our result to be and move in that direction. In this case, the result might be to believe we can handle the grief or to believe that we can find peace after this loss or whatever the result is that you would like to to achieve, right? So we have the ability to create new thoughts, but most of us stay in the same pattern of our thoughts. It's just like rinse and repeat. We just don't make the effort, and it does take effort to change a pattern or a habit, and we simply don't take the time to do it, so we stay stuck. And most of us create 
our thoughts from our past. The way we're no the way that we know that we're doing this is the fact that we stay stuck where we are. If your life isn't changing, then that's likely what we what you're doing. We kind of keep recreating our past. We look to our past and keep those old thoughts and we stay stuck. And there's no blame here. This is just how our human brains are wired. So we get stuck in the past and when we look to the past and access the same old thoughts and our life doesn't really change. In grief, we are so sad and feeling so much despair and all of these heavy feelings and we really desperately want things to be the way that they were when our loved one was alive. I know, I'm right there with you if, if this is how you're feeling. But what I know is we can't go back in time. I really wish I had a time machine. I really, really do, but, but I don't. Nobody does that I know of. So now what are we to do? Well, let me tell you what I do know. I know that it's gonna, it's very uncomfortable and scary, but I recommend that you look to your future to create new thoughts. Create new thoughts to believe looking to your future so you can move towards where you want to be. You can move into possibility, step into an intended future versus being ping-ponged around by life and staying stuck right where you are. So let me explain what a belief is. It's just a thought that's been practiced. It's been practiced over and over. That's what a belief is. It's just a thought you keep on thinking. In the last episode on how to unbelieved, I mentioned that the longer you think a thought, the more ingrained in your brain it becomes. It's like when you're taking a walk through tall grass and many people have walked on a well-traveled path, right? It gets packed down where the path is, right? And like that path, once that neural pathway in the brain is established by thinking that thought over and over again, that well-practiced thought, the harder it is to untangle or unbelieve it. But you can untangle it and you can create new paths and new neural pathways. When you look to your future to create a thought of who you want to be, how you want to show up for life going forward, even though you lost the special person and you practice thinking it over and over, just like you did for the beliefs that you may now want to unbelieve or untangle, you can create that new pathway. The only thing that is between you and the result of who you want to be, which could be finding peace after loss or handling this grief, whatever it is for you, is making that thought a belief, which means thinking it over and over until it becomes a belief. Once it becomes a belief, then that new thought, that intentional thought that's been practiced into a belief becomes the new neural pathway. It becomes effortless and the mind puts it on the autopilot. This is a process to unbelieve and then rewire your brain to believe something new. You've likely been thinking the old thoughts like, this is too hard, I can't handle it, I'll never find peace, I'll never be happy again for a long time. So believing something new is going to take some effort and time. You need to be on to yourself and understand how your brain works. So how long will it take to believe that you can do hard things or you can handle it or find peace after loss? 
you might be thinking? And my answer is, how willing are you to think it and believe it, think it and believe it, think it and believe it over and over and over again? Create that new neural pathway. First, create the new thought. Then make it a belief by practicing it and by rehearsing it. Find it in your future instead of repeating the past. Feel and act from your future. Rehearse it in order to create something new. So if you think, I can't handle this grief, or I'll never be at peace after this loss, but you really start to believing that you can find some peace after loss and that you can handle this grief, a question you can ask yourself is, what can I do to handle this grief? What can I do to find some peace? If you don't know, just take your best guess. Don't let your brain tell you, I don't know, and shut down. If you don't know what you can do to handle this grief, then take your best guess. Give some kind of an answer. Think of yourself and the place you want to be emotionally. Maybe it's a place of coming to peace with what's happened or a place of calm or a place of serenity, whatever it is for you. Imagine yourself there in the future, feeling that peace and ask yourself, your future self, what you did to get there to that place of peace. What did you believe? What did you think and feel along the way to this peace? That is the path to peace. Remember, our thoughts drive our feelings. So what are you thinking to bring that feeling of peace in the future? Many of my clients are willing to think a new thought, and they really like the idea of all of this, but they drop it when it takes some effort. I want to tell you, this isn't effortless, but it is worth the effort. It will become an effortless belief, but you need to practice the thought. Create the automatic thinking of it so it becomes an effortless belief. If you look to your future and decide to think and declare, I will handle this grief, you've identified this in your future. So now practice feeling it, acting it, thinking it. Practice creating this result. This is what we have to commit to. This is what we have to really commit to doing in order to live into handling this grief or live into finding some peace, right? So to recap, our current thoughts about really anything will keep delivering the same results we have now if we keep believing them. So if you feel stuck in grief and you want to feel different, you may want to try thinking and believing something new. The future, your future, is yours. You can pick a thought to practice believing and create a result that you want in your future by using a future focus and learning how to believe your way into it. Now, you may not know exactly how the whole path will unfold right now, but you can bridge your way by thinking one step at a time. When I need to know something, it will become clear on how to do it. The reason I mention this is because our brains resist not knowing all of the answers. Our brains want to know every step right now on how this is going to unfold. And that's okay. But just remind yourself, I'm just taking the next best step right now. 
The path will unfold. Practice believing those thoughts. If you begin to believe you will handle this and really believe it, then you won't listen so much to your mind's protest of wanting to know all of the steps right now and how how many obstacles may be in the way, right? Just start with the possibility. Ask yourself, is it possible that people can handle this grief and carry on with their lives? Is it possible that they can find peace and have happy times after suffering such a loss? Is this possible for humans to do? And then remember that you are a human. So is it possible for you? Even though it seems impossible, and I know that that's how it seems, it could be possible for you too then, right? Most of my clients say they want to know how. They just need to know how exactly everything what they need to do, how to handle this grief. And I mention this because it can become a problem because the how is really different for everyone. It's really as individual as our fingerprints. So if you want to know exactly how, no one can really tell you that. The path kind of unfolds as you go. Now you're listening to this podcast that may not even have existed when your loved one died. You may have just found this podcast and didn't even know about it a week ago or a day ago. I bring this up because things come to all of us as we're ready for them. And you can trust that. Life unfolds and we don't always know how it's going to unfold. I can offer suggestions because I know a lot about grief, but I can't map out your life for you. If you keep knowing that somehow you'll find your way to handle this grief or to find peace after loss, and you'll arrive in your future as the best version of yourself and as a fully living human able to experience loss and pain and still find joy and experience the gifts in life, if you believe that, then the how isn't so important. You'll figure out the how along the way. Then the magic happens and your brain will start looking and opening up to seeing the evidence of how you will get there. The path will unfold. Your brain gets so tuned into the possibility that you can do this that it starts creating and looking for answers to get the results of handling the grief or finding the peace after loss or whatever it is that you want going forward. If you just believe you'll get there, you're going to keep trying different things, different coping mechanisms until you get there. You can have that belief and then the how can become variable. The how can actually change. If the only way you can believe it's possible to handle this grief or find peace is to know exactly how to get there right now, then when you have any problems along the way, you're going to lose that belief. I just want to make the point that we don't need to know the whole path, just the next best step, and believe that we will get there to the result. We adjust as we go, new opportunities come, we try new things to help ourselves, like finding this podcast. And the how doesn't matter, just keep going no matter what, because you believe in the end result of peace or whatever it is. 
saying things like, I can't handle this grief, I'll never be happy, I don't know how, I'll never find peace, are just code for, I'm not believing this is possible. Those thoughts don't matter when you believe it is possible. When you believe it is possible, you just keep trying thing after thing. You figure out how by trying all the things. If one thing doesn't work, then you try something else over and over and over. So don't stop believing. Keep believing by going to the future of that feeling of peace or the future of starting to live your life again. Create a thought and believe your way into it and then act from that belief until you get to the reality of it happening. Don't stop believing. This is how to believe. That's all I have for you today. And as always, until next time, I wish you all the best. If you found this podcast helpful and want to get more tools to handle your grief, join my private women's grief group on Facebook. It's called Good Grief Coaching. I share tools and tips on how to move forward and also have weekly Zoom coaching calls. You can also visit my website, FrancyPerkins.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Francie Perkins Coaching. And on YouTube, I am Francie Perkins. I look forward to connecting.